You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's my concern. Unless you're adding somebody, like if you're telling me, hey, they're going to add Jorge Soler or whatever other outfielder you want to come up with, If this is the current alignment, as of right now, because obviously the Mets have prospects, and I think these are the guys we're going to start to talk a lot about in April and May, because we're going to start to really look at, hey, how's Drew Gilbert doing? Is Drew Gilbert ready? Because I think he's going to be one of the first guys we're going to be talking about, especially as an outfielder. We're going to be saying, hey, how's Drew Gilbert doing? Hey, how's Jet Williams doing? Because these are placeholders in the outfield right now. The New York Mets have placeholders all over the place. Even Starling Marte is a placeholder as they kind of let his contract run out. So, so let's walk through this right now. Brandon Nimmo is the one outfielder who, if he's healthy, will play every, every day. Every, every day. He's healthy. He'll play 160 games. Then you've got Starling Marte, who you hope can stay healthy. But Pete, even at health, he will sit once a week or twice a week, right? Is that fair to say? Uh, very, very fair. Yeah. Very fair to say. <laughs> and if he's injured, he misses time. Then you've got Harrison Bader. Then you've got DJ Stewart. Then you've got Tyrone Taylor. When you mix in the days that Marte doesn't play, how many, I mean, the Harrison Bader's going to play every single day. Like, I'm sorry. It, who? Is it going to be a Bader DJ Stewart platoon in the outfield with, cause like for the sake of this argument, let's just say Marte's playing five out of seven games. Cause look, most guys in baseball don't play every, every day. Brandon Nemo may be an exception. Obviously Lindor and Alonzo, they're almost exceptions to the rules. So let's go majority of the time. Will it turn into a DJ Stewart, Harrison Blader, Bader platoon? And by the way, if that's the case, are you good with that? Like, if I get what I want where Bader's a part-time player where he only faces lefties, that means the guy getting most of the playing time, unless you think it's Tyrone Taylor, which I don't, is DJ Stewart. You good with that? I I mean, I'm not thrilled with that. I I always thought DJ Stewart was a better fourth outfielder. But again, this is the uh, money ball metrics where you're taking two guys and basically combining them. You're taking two fourth outfielders and saying – here you go. Together, they'll make one. Yes. Yeah, because the Mets right now have three fourth outfielders on their team and two everyday outfielders. That's how we get to five. Uh, I've always talked about, well, but if you can get help at second base or depth in the infield, that could always push Jeff McNeil to the outfield. I've always talked about it. It doesn't feel like until young players come up, so until the Luis Angel Acuna's come up or Jet Williams comes up, and obviously with Ronnie Mauricio being out, which is such a big blow, it doesn't feel like the McNeil to the outfield is a thing. It feels as if those five guys I mentioned 
are going to get the at-bats in the outfield until young guys are ready. And what's so concerning about that is three of the five I mentioned are clear fourth outfielders in DJ Stewart, Tyrone Taylor, and Harrison Bader. And Starling Marte is a major injury question. And so, God forbid, Brandon Nimmo gets hurt. I mean, <laughs> it's just the Mets needed to add outfielders this offseason. I remember we talked about that going into the offseason. And they've gone out and they've added three outfielders. Cooper Hummel, who we're not even talking about, but would probably be more of a, a depth piece if there are injuries. They added Tyrone Taylor in the Hauser trade. And they added uh, Harrison Bader. None of them are everyday players. Like not, they're just not. They're they're fine part time players, and and I'm also concerned that Tyrone Taylor and Harrison Bader are sort of redundant. Like Tyrone Taylor's a really good defensive outfielder. I admit this with Tyrone Taylor. It's best to look at defensive metrics because I didn't get to see him play all the time in Milwaukee. None of us did, but you read them, you trust them. He's really good defensively, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like having multiple guys who are good defensively is a good thing. But it does feel like Tyrone Taylor and Harrison Bader are a tad bit redundant, if you will. Yeah, but, I, I mean, did you see the stat not too long ago? I, and I forgot who had it. And I'm, I can't even, I'm not even going to try to lie and make up the numbers. But basically, the Mets defensively, the past couple of years, or at least last year, they were atrocious. They were at the yes. bottom of the league for everything. Yeah. And what David Stearns builds in Milwaukee is it's like defense first. And that's what it looks like he's trying to do. So if that's the case, you're buying somebody. I understand that Harrison Bader may be a lot of money for just a fourth outfielder. But if you're going to get one of the better defenders in the league, I mean, that, that's a great move. And if, you're Mets, tell me that, if you're telling me Tyron Taylor, uh, Ty, whatever his name is. Ty, Ty, Tyron Taylor. Tyron Taylor is, is a defensive outfielder and that's going to help this team moving forward and the metrics are going to be in our favor move it up in the rankings i think it's smart moves with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, the Mets got better defensively. I'm not denying that. I don't think there's any question. Like, when I describe what this outfield is, what this new look outfield is, assuming we all agree that they're done, that they're not adding another outfielder. Like, this is it. They've got five guys who, assuming they're healthy, are going to be in the major league outfield come the start of the season on the four, on the 26-man roster. Marte, Nimmo, Bader, Stewart, Taylor. If we agree that that's the grouping of players, then I will a 1,000% say, yes, they're much better defensively. That's a good thing. But are they good enough offensively? That's the follow-up to it. Like, okay. Like, I, I agree with you. I the, the first thing I say about Harrison Bader who we can speak on more because we've seen him. If you watch the Yankees, look, I can't assume everybody listening to the Ricos watching the Yankees, but that's always the one benefit of when the Mets add a guy who played for the Yankees. Just that you've seen more of them in all likelihood. If you if you partake in watching Yankee games, I do because of the job we have. So I'm watching every single Yankee game. You get an idea what a player is watching them nine, ten times a year, but it's not the same as watching them all the time. Harrison Bader is one of the best defensive center fielders in baseball. I put him up there with anybody. So, yeah, I completely agree with your point. They got a lot better defensively. 
David Stearns even said that at the beginning of the offseason. We got to be better defensively, run prevention, all that. A thousand percent all true. Not denying that, not fighting that. But now we got to ask this question. Is this outfield offensively good enough? And how is Carlos Mendoza going to line him up? Because I'll tell you right now, and, and this, by the way, gets to DH, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, and how important it is that they add a real DH. If they add a real DH, I would D, I would platoon DJ Stewart and Harrison Bader. I would move further than I thought I would because last year when DJ was tearing it up in September and we talked about what did DJ earn, my point was he earned a spot on the major league roster. He earned the chance to be the fourth outfielder. I never would have said he earned the chance to be a platoon player in left field and basically start on opening day. But now I'm looking at what this outfield is, and I'm looking who's here, and if I'm being honest, yeah, T.J. Stewart's got a chance to be the everyday left fielder or the most of the time left fielder. Because, yes, against a lefty, get Bader's ass in center field, improve the defense, he hits lefties, D.J. goes to the bench. Or if D.J.'s hitting, he finds his way into the outfield, maybe Starling Marte sits that day or whatever. That's how I'd line it up right now. And what I'm telling you is that's not great. That, that That's what I'm saying. Like, that's how I would do it based on who's on the roster. But is that good? 